this point. We got the uh, playoff odds for every team in the NBA for the last 20-something games of the regular season. So everybody's making a playoff push or trying to tank. So obviously there are going to be some teams that are just not even on the board because why would you bet the Spurs or the Rockets to make the playoffs? Nobody would. In the East, right now, we're looking at Celtics. Now, this is obviously heading into tonight. Celtics, the number one seed. Milwaukee's two. Philly, three. Cleveland, four. Brooklyn, five. Knicks, six. Uh, Miami, seven. Atlanta, eight. And then Washington and Toronto come in at nine and ten, trying to creep in through the play-in tournament right now. So here are the odds for the Atlanta Hawks to make or miss the playoffs. This is an intriguing one, and it's the first one up. Yes, minus 160. No, plus 125. I don't hate betting against this team to miss the playoffs. They're the eighth seed right now. They just fired their coach. Team's been a kind of in disarray the entire season. Sometimes when you fire a coach, teams play differently. They play looser. The assistant sat back and said, coach should be doing it this way. I don't like that strategy. I don't like this guy's role. So sometimes it does benefit them. But if you look at some of these odds as we go down, it's going to be a lot harder to justify certain teams missing the playoffs, right? So Atlanta's kind of close on both sides. If you're looking to bet against the team, fade a team to make the playoffs, it might be Atlanta plus 125. And just to clarify, when you say making the playoffs, you're not talking about playing in the play-in tournament. You're talking about actually being one of the teams in the actual you have to, playoff, right? You have to actually either win in the play-in tournament, get in. You are one of the eight seeds that are in once the official playoffs start after the play-in tournament has concluded. Yeah, I'm not mad at that then. I think there's a, there's a good yeah. chance that the Hawks could end up playing in that play-in game. They could run into a team like the Wizards or the Raptors, the Bulls, or one of those type of teams and end up losing. So, yeah, I mean, for sure. I actually think that they overachieved a couple of years ago when they made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. And then this oh, offseason when they answered it. But also, Nick, when they, answered, when they added DeJounte Murray, I thought, okay, now they're headed back there. I was wrong about that one. I'm not that surprised yeah. that Nick McMillan got shown the door. I don't think the Hawks do make the playoffs. Yeah, there's a there's a good chance they could just be in the play-in tournament and lose that play-in tournament game. So there's definitely a chance that that team just gets knocked out of everything. And you're right, it's been a disappointment watching Trey Young and DeJounte Murray really not. It hasn't clicked. And that was one of my biggest concerns. Like right now, Luka and Kyrie playing well together in the first half, if you look. So that may end up clicking, which is that's what I want to see, right? How do those two guys with some some similar skill sets, how does that mesh? We didn't see that. DeJounte Murray is not the same player that he was in San Antonio. Bigger role, totally understandable, playing in, in Trey Young's shadow. I get all that. But, like, he was brought there to have, to be that triple-double machine, to go out there and also be a facilitator. I know Trey Young needs the ball in his hands a lot, but he's also shooting horrendously this year. He's one of the worst three-point shooters in the NBA for a guy that whose game is predicated off of a lot of shooting. It is Awful watching him play this year. But maybe that'll change. You fire the head coach. Quinn Snyder comes in. May not be till the end of the season. Maybe he takes over the rest of this year. I don't know. The Nets are the next one up. I mean, this is making the playoffs minus 2,500, missing the playoffs plus 800. This team's still playing well. I mean, they're not, they're not going to be a title contender like they were with a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Kevin Durant. Where are we on this game? What's going on? 108-105, Philadelphia with nine seconds left. Okay, let's go. Uh, but... You know, the Nets are scrappy, and they remind me of that last year that Kenny Atkinson was coaching them before Kyrie got there. And Spencer Dinwiddie was around that first time around, and they were an overachieving team. Everybody knew their roles. Everybody understood what it was, and they actually played like a team. That's who this Nets team is right now. So they've gotten enough uh, cushion and parachute at this point 
where they can lose some games and still be maybe the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference. They may end up falling into the play-in tournament, but right now, when you look at that team, I don't see a team that's going to fall off tremendously. I see a team that maybe is rebuilding because they traded away two stars, but they got a lot in return and then the picks moving forward. But it matters right now, and this is a team I think that still makes the playoffs. They've got a lot of role players back in return, and maybe that ends up working out better for them because we saw what they were yeah. with two, with three superstars, and that wasn't great. So maybe this version of the Nets will have more success. But I agree with you. I don't think there's any chance that they catch the Cavaliers right now. The Cavs no, have no, four no, more no. wins than the Nets do, and that's the difference between being right now the four or the five seed. I think it's much more likely that the Nets have a little bit of a slide here toward the end of the season. They've got a pretty difficult schedule. I don't know if they end up in that play-in. I think they probably end up in the top six seeds, but I don't think the Nets can make any noise in the postseason. They just don't have the firepower. To do no. And that's and that's not their expect that's not the expectation at this point either. But it's it's getting that experience in these games that still matter with a new core group of guys. And then this offseason, you start to rebuild on what was completely destroyed by a bunch of guys that decided they didn't want to play there anymore. The Bulls are the next one up, plus four hundred to make the playoffs, minus six hundred to miss it. They ain't making the playoffs. This Bulls team is terrible. They're twenty six and thirty three right now. They're they got the twentieth toughest schedule in the NBA. So it's not like their schedule is going to be as tough, but. There, you got rumors of Zach Levine not getting along with players and his head coach. You got a bunch of guys in trade rumors, and then they go out and just get Patrick Beverly, and that's it. So it's not like they improved at all. Oh, is D- Dylan Brooks again is trying to fight somebody? I'm so tired of Dylan Brooks. Go, he needs to go away. I'm so tired of Dylan. He's trying to fight people every single game. I'm telling you now, man, this is going to be the problem for them in the playoffs. I'll keep saying it because you can get in their head and you can you can throw them off, and they have no focus. You got Dylan Brooks here, just. He's always getting into it with somebody. Jalen, yeah, there he is again with your guy, George Niang. Yo, Dylan Brooks, NBA, Big 12 legend, George Niang, the minivan. It, yeah. He's my yeah. least favorite player in the NBA. Not not Niang. I have no problem yeah. with him, Dylan Brooks. I had, I had Brooks right. earlier Dylan this Brooks. year on a prop at 16 and a half, right? I took like the low end of it. Dude had 16 going into the fourth quarter. He went over six in the fourth, couldn't get me a bucket. I've been off the Dylan Brooks train for a while, and I'm with you. He is uh, he's a bit of an instigator, but you know what, man? The yeah. truth is maybe Memphis needs that. That's kind, of the, that's kind of the type of team they are. Yeah, but you don't need him getting teed up late in the game, and then that's the difference in the game. So there's – those are the types of moments too. So, But are we in agreement, Bulls? Bulls ain't making the playoffs. We can just cross them out now. Bro, the Bulls stink. Yeah, the Bulls have lost six games in a row. They're not going anywhere. They should have broke that thing up a while ago. Yeah. Now, the Pacers, to make the playoffs. So this is interesting. Yes, at plus 800. No, at minus 2,000. Now, the Pacers right now hung tough with the Celtics tonight. Now, they're 26 and 35. They're three and a half games out of the last play-in spot. It'd be a long shot for them, but the Pacers would have to sneak into the play-in and then if they're a 9 or a 10 seed, they'd have to win two games to get in the playoffs. It's a long shot. There's a reason why they're plus 800. But if I'm looking for any team in the Eastern Conference on that back end where it's really wide open with the Hawks, the Raptors, the Wizards, and the Bulls and Pacers kind of on the outside of the play and looking in, the Pacers would be the one team that I would look at and say, it's a big number. it take a lot, but there's a reason why it's 8-1. to one. They've at least got the potential to maybe do that, even as a long shot. Do any of these teams actually want to do it, though? I mean, the Bulls had a chance. They've lost six in a row. Now you're talking about the Pacers. They've lost seven of eight. With the expanded playoffs, they're basically trying to get everybody into the postseason. You almost you have to try not to do it. So 
any of these teams, honestly, that you're talking about on the fringe, if the Bulls get in, if the Hawks get in, if the Pacers get in, there's such a difference between the good teams in the Eastern Conference and those other teams in the Eastern Conference yeah. that even if you win that game, you ain't going to win a playoff series. There's no way. Yeah, we thought the Pacers were going to be a completely rebuilding team, and they're not. Uh, but th th it would be a long shot for them to certainly get in. Miami's minus 1,200 to make it, plus 700 to miss it. Miami's making the playoffs. I think we both can agree on that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I put easy, cross that off good. Knicks minus 350 to make it, plus 250. No, that's interesting that those are still kind of those types of numbers, expecting maybe a Knicks fall off. But they're, they're good enough now. They're better defensively. The Knicks are a team, in my eyes, yes, I'm a Knicks fan, but this team's at least making the playoffs. I don't expect them to make much noise, but I think they're at least a playoff team. Agreed? Yeah, and I think if they get the right matchups, they yeah. can make a little bit of noise. I mean, they got the big man. They can shoot in Randall. They obviously now have a point guard, a real point guard. We didn't know if yeah. Jalen Brunson was as good as he's turned out to be with the Knicks. Yes. So I'm not just saying Great. this because you're a Knicks fan. I actually think depending on their matchups, so the rest of the regular season is going to be important for them to get a high seed. I, I think they could win a series in the playoffs this year in the Knicks. Maybe they end up getting the Sixers in the first round, and James Harden decides not to show up, or they go to New York, and he stays, spends too much time That's in the strip club in That's New York. The and then there you go. That's, what you're That's for. the matchup yep. that you want right there. That's Sixers, the by the way, up one. Sixers up one ten, one oh five, with six and a half seconds to go in this one. James Harden's got thirty one points, seven rebounds, seven assists. Keep that there. That live money line at plus one twenty is feeling real good. Ooh, I'm so glad. You, All right, you're the last two in the. Ding, ding, yeah, I wish. Uh, it's not done yet. Not done yet, my friend. I wait until the final buzzer. But, all right, it's the two teams enough. in the East that are at least intriguing here. We got a minute left. Toronto at plus 175 to make the playoffs, minus 250 to miss it. Washington plus 170 to make the playoffs, minus 210 to miss it. These are the two teams in the East that are sitting at 9 and 10. There's a reason why those – like, I could see Atlanta falling out. I could see a long shot like the Pacers getting hot, taking their spot – and then the Wizards and Raptors jumping up, you might at least want to consider maybe, maybe the Raptors with the talent that they have sneaking into the playoffs through the play-in tournament. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. The Raptors, you got Van Vliet, you got Siakam, you got Nick Nurse who's been there, done that. I think the Raptors are a team that can make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, I mean, for so long we were saying that the Raptors were overachieving. Now it feels like they're underachieving, but then there's a lot right. of reports about Nick Nurse not getting along with players, so it's a whole